everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Around the Horn. Back for another week, and we are entering into a brand new month, the final month of 2020. And you are probably celebrating now, right? Getting ready for the end of the year, finally. <laughs> With all that's going on, all the madness, all the chaos, and everything that's happened, you're probably just looking to uh, pass through and just get to the next level. I uh, hope you were able to get through Thanksgiving uh, well with your family, um, even if it was a different way of doing it, whether it was through Zoom or through um, Facebook or however however you maybe had to do it and adjust your travel plans as the result with everything that's going on right now. And hopefully you were staying safe at the same time to uh, make it through this holiday season, which is definitely going to be a, a different way of doing it. That's for sure the way we were too, you know weren't used to the just staying home the the four of us my wife and my two kids uh, usually we're going to uh, our parents grandma and grandpas for our kids and getting a chance to see the cousins but obviously it's a little bit different scenario this year so uh, hope it's been a good one for you and I hope the Christmas and New Year's are also going to be the same way coming up here uh, the end of this month but yeah already the first of December and today's topic um, is one I don't I don't sway either way uh, in terms of persuading people or anything, but it's more so the educational part, and that's what this podcast is all about: is educating you for your uh, for your finances, uh, educational insight for your financial future. And during the holiday time, I know we've talked about some of the holiday savings plans, and that's one thing. Uh, you can go back to a previous podcast that talks about holiday saving. And in fact, that's more of a, a year round thing uh, that you should try. So it's not shouldn't be packed into just one or two months. Like when we aired the episode, uh, I don't know what it was, a month ago, maybe now, back in October or early November. But anyway, um, this time, and I know I've got some clients that are guilty of this. Um, I thankfully have not been guilty of this, but I do use them. Credit cards can be a very good thing, but they can also be a very, very bad thing for people. And anybody that's got credit card debt or have been in credit card debt and finally got out, it's, um, it's almost like an addiction. It's just something in the back of your mind. I've got the credit card. I can, I can use it anytime I want. I just swipe and I get what I want. And then I got to pay for it later. How am I going to pay for it all at once? Well, it's got that minimum payment of whatever, 25, 35 bucks. But if you're not familiar with how interest rates work, which on credit cards, they are very high. <laughs> if you look at the, the rate of, uh, what do they call the APR or whatever it is, annual percentage rate. Um, if you don't look at that and you think, well, I'll just pay the minimum and we'll be good. A lot of the cards, I'm not even sure what mine is at because I pay it off every month. I just track my spending. But the reason for the educational part of this today is because there are some benefits to credit cards, to using them. And I don't condone them one way or the other, saying you should have them or you should not. But if you can discipline yourself and be a disciplined spender and at the same time a disciplined saver, then they can be a huge benefit for you. But um, I kind of lost my train of thought here going back to uh, what I was getting at. But in credit card debt, going back to that, that's what I was thinking of. Man, too many things on my mind. <laughs> too much chaos in our minds here too. Um, going back to credit card debt, when you're thinking about 
how much debt you're in or the interest rate that you got to pay. If you're paying an interest rate of close to 20% and you only pay the minimum, it's going to take you years and years and years because it compounds. You take 20% of the balance that's left on it, that's going to add 20% to the next bill. You do the minimum payment again, you're only paying part of that principal and maybe just a dent in the in the interest rate, depending on what, how much you owe. It's not going to pay itself very fast or at all. And that's how people get into credit card debt. So one of the things that I try and do is, you know, be careful when you're using them, track what you're spending, keep your receipts. So you understand how much you've spent. And at least on the receipts, you can see the dates of when you spent, how much you spent and where you spent it at. And it, it comes with budgeting and that's where people get kind of lazy with it. You know, they think, well, I got the card, so I can just swipe and do whatever I want. I can pay for gas whenever I want. I can go get furniture whenever I want, put it on the credit card. And then it all adds up and it adds up fast, faster than you can see it come through. And that's when you need to slow down and look at those receipts or at least look at the monthly statement and say, holy cow, how can I cut out some of this stuff? Why is it so high this month? I even do that too. And I know that I've spent certain things on certain, you know, I keep track as we're making each purchase. But I also know, oh my goodness, this is going to be a big bill, but I prepare myself for it. I get myself in the mindset knowing that even though I'm spending money on this today and I have to pay for it later, I know what I need to pay and I need, I know how much. There's been a few times where I haven't paid the entire thing where, you know, it's, but it's definitely not the minimum. I would never pay just the minimum on a credit card. So during this time, you know, if you've been thinking about it or if you're you're thinking about, you know, how can I uh, utilize a credit card to the best of my ability? A credit card, if you have good credit, it can be a great way to build up credit as well. Continue to build it because usually, you know, if your credit score is not as good, your credit maximum on the card is not going to be very high. They're going to give you a lower credit amount that they'll allow you to spend. And then um, as you build up your credit score, they'll send you offers and say, now you can have a credit line of, you know, 4,000 extra dollars or 5,000 extra dollars on your card, access it here. But that's the other thing. I've never added the credit line to it because I think our card is at like 4,000 or something like that. And they've given us offers of, 25 plus thousand for our credit cards and I've never taken it because I feel like okay if I'm spending more than four grand on a credit card in one month I'm spending a little bit too much but here's some of the benefits of a credit card if you can discipline yourself to do it one of the things that I've seen with it is you can consolidate all your bills into one place and then just pay that one bill so if you've got um an electric bill, you've got oh, insurance, you've got you know utilities, everything that that comes through, whatever it might be. A lot of places allow you to play to pay with cards. So you use that credit card, put everything on that on that bill, and then it's just one place that you have to pay. So it's automatically filtering into there, and then you just pay that one bill. Boom, you're done. You don't have to worry about this bill and that bill and that bill and getting it mixed in the shuffle of everything when you're trying to do your holiday shopping and everything else and planning for what's to come next with an uncertain year like it is this year. That's one of the benefits. 
The other benefit, and this is the number one benefit that I love about the cards that we have, is they've got rewards programs on them. Some of them have percentages back at whether it's stores or restaurants or gas stations or grocery stores, whatever it might be. Some of them have, if, you, if you're a frequent flyer, some of them have the, the travel miles. Um, and th there's just a lot of different ways that you can do it. One of them that I have is quarterly, uh, quarterly categories where you get 5% back at those categories. I love it when it's the gas stations because I do a lot of, a lot of driving. But then there's other ones that give you the selection of 5%, 2%, and then 1% back on everything else. And that's another one that I have where one of them is home utilities and cell services, um, streaming devices, stuff like that. You can get 5% back on stuff that you're already spending money on. So there are benefits to credit cards. And that's that, again, it's one thing I don't condone. I'm not saying go out and try and get a credit card. But if you can discipline yourself enough to know how much you're spending, really track it and make sure you don't overspend to the point where you can't pay the card and pay that extra huge percentage, then, I, you know, they're, they can be very beneficial and save you a lot of money in the long term. So um, not in particular, I'm definitely not promoting any card in particular. Um, so do your own research on it. But that's one thing that's been brought up. In fact, over the last month, uh, somebody that was listening to another podcast, it was specifically on that holiday savings one. And they said, well, I use a credit card for my shopping. And I've got, they actually had an Amazon card where they get 5% back on all their Amazon purchases. And I said, you know, as long as you're paying it up front, I said, track everything that you're doing on there and make sure you're paying it off every month. That's the biggest thing, at least the majority of it. If you can pay it all off, you know, and just use it for those purchases and don't just randomly spend here and there and everywhere, they can be very beneficial. So that's what I wanted to go over today, especially with the holidays coming up. And I know some of you are probably getting into that mode where it's swipe, 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 and we'll do this and this and this. Um, others, if you are doing the savings plan for the year, keep it up, keep on rolling. And then um, start it up again in January. Listen back to that one that I had, uh, I, think, I think it was about a month ago, but it's in regards to holiday savings. And then kind of mix and match the two. See if you can do your own research in terms of finding a card that you like that can give you some positive benefits. And then the, the negative is, is that discipline. You need to discipline yourself if you're going to do something like this because without it, you're going to put yourself into the hole. And that's one thing I do not condone. I do not want you doing that. And I don't think anybody wants you doing that, including yourself. If you look in the mirror and say, would I want to do this to myself? Throw myself into a bunch of debt when I know that I could have done something different. So if you ever want to talk about that or other items in terms of your financial future, you can always stop in or give me a call. Shoot me a message, whatever it might be. Either way, we appreciate you tuning in and hopefully you're finding some value in our Around the Horn podcast. Heard weekly, Tuesdays are when we release, and you can find them on aroundthehornpodcast.com.